fancy job, and it makes a man watchful and a little lonely. Come on in for an evening of poems and stories about the American West. A land of legend, of romance, of friendship and courage. A motherload of remembrance. A true showcase of the Old West with the old cowboy, J.C. Holsey. I realize you folks are probably getting tired of hearing about me and my computer, but I just can't keep my feelings to myself about this sorry machine. I guess you could describe the relationship between me and my computer as a work relationship. I think he or she, whichever it may be, tolerates me because I provide what he or she needs to survive, mainly electricity. However, one of these days I might stop doing that if he or she doesn't start treating me right. I remember when computers first became available to all us regular folks. I was told at that time that a computer only puts out what you put into it, but I do believe they've evolved beyond that. My computer's so much smarter than me, I agree to that, but that's only because it has access to all this internet stuff. Let me tell you what happened when I returned from my trip to the Fall Gathering Authors in Texarkana. The screen on my computer was covered with open windows. I've never seen so many open windows at one time. It seems it had contracted a bunch of viruses while I was gone. Now listen to this, and believe it or not, my computer didn't want to suffer alone, so it gave me a virus, which, by the way, it took me longer to get over mine than his or hers. I worked past midnight Saturday and then until 5 on Sunday before I decided to reload windows. By that time, the sickness that I'd gotten from my computer had me down and out. But you know, when you got a company to run, you got a radio show to get out, and you got a few Arthur's books to work on, there ain't no time to be sick. So I toughened it up, and I kept going. Thank goodness I had a show ready to go, so we made it past that little hurdle. I also made a few telephone calls, and even though folks could hardly understand me, I signed a brand new author to Outlaws Publishing. So something good did happen after all. Now there's a new week ahead, and it's all going to start over again. We had planned to have as our special guest on this show Arthur and pilot Rebecca McClendon. However, it seems a recorder on my computer only recorded half the interview. Now, I could go ahead and play half an interview, but that wouldn't be fair to Miss McClendon, so I'll try to get back with her and finish it up real soon. How about us taking a break and have some original country music? This is Grant Malloy Smith singing Never Seen the Rain. gazing up at me I've seen tracks without a train but I've never seen the rain seen the rain We work the land to death, me and my brother Till April 14, 1935 Oklahoma, you were like our mother Oh my Never seen the Okay. 
knocked down by an angry fist I've seen blizzards sweep the plain But I've never seen the rain Thank you, Grant. That was great. We'll be having Grant on again real soon. In the meantime, let me tell you what's been happening with Outlaws Publishing. As I mentioned a while ago, we signed Paul L. Thompson to publish his 34th novel in the Old West Novel Series, and we're planning on re-releasing some of his out-of-print books in the near future. We also signed Debbie Reed to publish her fantasy novel, The Five Realms, Dragonheart, I also had the pleasure of meeting and visiting with Debbie at the event in Texarkana. John D. Fye Jr. was the first author to sign with Outlaws Publishing, and he's busy now writing the sequel to his bestseller, Blood on the Plains, with the new title being Benson's Creek. This is one you're not going to want to miss, folks. We also just recently released a time travel western by best-selling children's author Dennis Gager, entitled Storm to the Past. It's quickly become a bestseller on Amazon. Another of Outlaw's great authors, Kenneth S. Pratt, has two books released, Willow Falls, a great Western novel that tells of the hardships and the trials and how they can be overcome, and also a children's book entitled The Uncensored Adventures of Pepper the Pug. Outlaw's publishing just released The Medicine Tree by New Texas author Travis McGoy, November 24, 2015 and it's already an Amazon bestseller ranked number 38,399 and in books, literature, and fiction and westerns it's number 532. This is another one that you don't want to miss folks. Then there was another new release by the old cowboy himself. It was released the same time. It's entitled The Empty Sleeve, a very touching story. 
and then Doak Walker by new author M.D. Rhodes, which is sure to be a bestseller before too long. We're also in negotiations with several other authors and have tentative agreements for a few more around the 1st of 2016. As you can see, Outlaws Publishing is in the running of becoming one of the best publishers in 2016, and we're shouting out for any and all authors to get on board. Check us out at outlawspublishing.com or look us up on Facebook. Some of you may be wondering how we're publishing time travel and fantasy under Outlaws Publishing imprint. Well, let me tell you, we got two subsidiaries that can publish any genre except erotica. So if you've been holding back because you don't write westerns, you don't have to hold off any longer. Send that manuscript, send that note, send a suggestion or just an idea to jc at outlawspublishing.com or a new email, jc at theoldcowboy.net. I look forward to hearing from you. Those emails again, jc at outlawspublishing.com or the new one, jc at theoldcowboy.net. Let me hear from you. I'm going to read a poem written by a very special person in my life. This is by my baby sister, Give Thanks, written by Chris Oxidine, May the 10th, 2012. Give thanks when it seems there's nothing to be thankful for. There was a time we couldn't find work. We didn't have a car. We lived in a two-room house that didn't have a shower, and I wasn't able to make biscuits or gravy because I had no flour. While we were poor, we felt like we were all alone. We still gave thanks to be dry in our tiny little home. Two women brought me their family's clothing to mend. In just a few days, I earned money that I was able to spend. The cupboard in the fridge was bare. We had no food to eat. But at the store, I was able to buy some bread and also some meat. We shared our food with a lonely man lying under a tree. He seemed to be in need of food even worse than me. My husband owned two good pants and three old shirts and hanging in my closet held one blouse and two long skirts. Our family was as poor as anyone could be. There was no light in the tunnel for us to see. One day a new company came to our quiet little town. My husband got a job, and things began to turn around. Back when we were hungry, without any food in our sight, we still gave thanks, knowing things would be all right. The more thanks we gave, the more gifts we received. Giving thanks is the answer for peace and joy, I do believe. I'm sure we're going to be hearing more from Chris in the near future. Could a homesteader have survived without a firearm in the 1800s? There were plows to plow the fields. There were axes to chop the wood, knives to butcher the meat. Yet without a firearm, there might not have been meat to butcher. There might have been bandits to run you off your homestead without a gun to protect you. We might have been attacked by a dangerous animal, and without a firearm to protect yourself, you wouldn't have survived. Yes, a firearm was probably one of the most important tools for a homesteader to own in the 1800s. Now let's have another original song. This is Joe Smith singing the last original song. Might not have been the first one ever hold your hand And I know I'm not the first one to ever be your man 
And I might not have been the first one to ever kiss your lips, but I'm sure that I'm gonna be the last. Might not have been the first one. Ever hold you tight, and I'm sure I'm not the first one that you kissed good night. And I know I'm not the first man that ever loved you so. But I'm sure that I'm gonna be the last. Love for you will never die. It grows stronger every day. And as I pledge my heart. Only one thing left to say. Might not have been the first one to ever hold you tight. And I know I'm not the first one that you've kissed goodnight. I know I'm not the first man to ever love you so, but I'm sure that I'm gonna be the last. But I'm sure that I'm gonna be. Now, in this old cowboy's opinion, that's one talented young man. You know, we could play your song on the Wild West Showdown. All you got to do is send an email to jc at outlawspublishing.com or jc at theoldcowboy.net. Let us know that you've got an original country song that you'd like to play on the Wild West Showdown. We'll sure do that for you. Before we close out the show, let's have another song by a talented young lady. This is Julie Wybrett singing Fix It All Better.
Thank you, Julie. That was really great. I want to also give a special thank you to Grant Malloy Smith and Joe Smith for allowing us to play their music on our show. 
also contacted Rebecca McClendon, you know, the author and the pilot that was going to be our special guest. I contacted her, and we'll try to have her on next week's show. And I appreciate so much my sister, Christine Oxdine, allowing me the privilege of reading her poem. All you cowboys gather around for a little bit of cowboy wisdom. Most of the stuff people worry about ain't never going to happen no way. This is the old cowboy saying adios and happy trails. Come on back next week to the Wild West Showdown with the old cowboy J.C. Holsey.